On this week's episode of Brews on Film, we have combos about... David Letterman's My Next Guest Needs No Introduction on Netflix. And surprise, I'm back watching Drag Race. Woo! <laughs> and we continue our theme of our parents' favorite movies with Harley's mom's favorite movie, 1971's The Panic in Needle Park. Paired with Cigar City Brewing's Guyabara Citrus Pale Ale. I actually don't know if I like it. Um, I think it's fine. I've had this before. I've always just thought it was fine. I'm going to tell you that, like, based on the name, like, when I first grabbed the can, I thought it was going to be, like, a papaya flavor. Um, yeah, I was afraid it was going to be, like, guava. Uh. Which, again, we're in this saga of I am now terrified of things guava. I thought I liked guava, and after I was, like... Truly, I'm like a scorned wife against guava because of Loverboy. No, you really um, are. Like, like, the, like we went to dinner the other night and there was like a guava thing on the menu and I was like, oh, this sounds good. And you were like, I can never have guava again. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you it. This like guava avoidance has now like become pretty prevalent in my life. I want to say at least twice a week I have to turn something away because not turn something away, but not order something or not purchase something. Um because of the guava. So yeah, maybe someday I'll get it back into it. But right now I'm on a, um, a guava hi- hiatus. It's a serious issue. Like it really is. Like like they like turned like you against it. Like it's it, there's no other way around it. Like that's just like what it is. Yeah. Never would I thought that lover boy. Something that <laughs> I gorilla word of mouth have promoted since absolutely a day uno. Uh-huh. That they would do me so dirty. But again here we are here we are and guys here we are this is bruise on film um welcome to our second episode of our month of our parents favorite movies we're on our second mom movie and we're doing my mom's favorite movie which is panic and needle park um, have you heard famously. of it have you heard of it you probably haven't um except for if you are watching which i think i brought up in the last um, episode how I was watching been watching the offer which is the um yeah I did bring it up but if you're watching that they do bring up Panic and Needle Park multiple times in that because famously that is Al Pacino's first film okay you stole one of my little pieces of trivia right is that Francis Ford Coppola showed the studio Panic and Needle Park in order to get Al Pacino cast exactly yes yeah so wow we're just like all, all connected. Well, that's it, that's also in literally in the offer. They do that. See, every time you say the offer, I think you're going to say the office, and I, yeah, <laughs> and like that's really confusing for for me personally. And I'm sorry about that. It wasn't my choice. <laughs> I want to say I feel like it's been a long time since we recorded an episode, but it hasn't really. No, a- and like I can't believe that May is is over like by the time you listen to this episode it'll be labor day whoops it'll be wait i literally have been calling it labor day i've been calling it i literally was like typing in what what is like when is labor day like what date this year but i meant memorial day oh my god yeah um yeah no labor day is september memorial day is this weekend 
um, which is crazy. Also, did you see how it's gonna rain Friday? Um, no, I thought it was gonna rain Saturday now. Um, Friday and Saturday, I think. Um, absolutely unfair to me. Unfair. To, well, this has famously happened last year, too. Yeah. It rained the entire Labor Day because I went Memorial to Lambertville. Day. Memorial Day. Memorial <laughs> Day. Um, I went to Lambertville, and I remember... And the commercials. And I watched so many commercials. And there's literally, like, you could, like, go on hikes or ride bikes or, like, do a lot of outdoor stuff. And famously, it rained the whole time. So me and Vin literally just drank and shopped and watched commercials. And honestly, it was bliss. I had the best time ever. Um, If you live in the New Jersey or Pennsylvania area and you're looking for, like, a little weekend trip, go to either New Hope or go to Lambertville. Not sponsored, but could be. (laughs) Not sponsored by Lambertville uh, Tourism Committee. Harley, do you have any any pop culture like that you want to talk about? I feel like it's been I mean, I like again, like I, I it's crazy that it's about to be June. Yeah, I would I've been very on all my Bravo shows, I'll say. I don't have like too I don't really have too much to like throw around and st- say as much as like episodes like we uh, the last two weeks that we were in this like really good thick era, like it was like the end of Summer House. Yeah. Um end of Jersey. Um and then it was Bev Hill starting as well as Atlanta starting. Yes. Um, I'm liking Atlanta. I'm, yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I commend, I think Drew is season number two. She's getting in the thick of it and she's like really putting her whole shit on blast. Do I think her marriage is going to last? No. no. Um, but other than that, like we're the, all the Bravo's happening. Um, Bev Hill's just a treat. Nothing I really so want to touch on, right? Just if you haven't watched it, be watching it. Right. Um, yeah, that's like pretty much it for Bravo. But okay. okay. Oh, but. So on Netflix, okay, it's probably like the number one thing that once you go on Netflix, they suggest okay. for you to watch. Okay. Um, it's the David Letterman. Um my next guest needs no introduction where he has like out. Well, he has it's a, they take on days, but they cut it into like an hour conversation with like famous people. So oh. he did one with Ryan Reynolds. He does one with, um, the one I'm watching now is, um, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh, he does one her. with Cardi B. He did one with Kevin Durant. He Wait, did one with Will Smith. I'm going to tell you, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. And it's really, it's honestly really interesting. Yeah. Because you learn a little bit about David Letterman as a man, right. but you're also learning like a lot of more like in depth things, like about these um like athletes and actors and things like that. Um, then you do. <laughs> Are you laughing at Len? Yeah, he's <laughs> just like I don't know. <laughs> he's so cute, and he just like keeps like moving his head around. Sometimes he'll like look directly into the camera. Sometimes he'll like. Like lean forward, like he wants to say something into the mic. <laughs> He's a, he is shaking a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's very it's very good. I literally originally put it on just as something like background noise. Yeah, but I've been getting really into it. Honestly, learned a lot about Cardi B. She's very interesting to me. Her and Eleanor Roosevelt have the same birthday. So, and she learned that when she was like a kid, and then was like literally obsessed with like reading things about the Roosevelt and then that turned into reading things about presidents. So she like knows a lot about presidents, which oh, is interesting that I didn't know about. I learned a lot about like Ryan Reynolds, just like life and yeah. like 
his relationship with his dad and how he like to become an actor. He literally told his parents he was going to college and then drove over the Canadian border and moved to LA. Oh my God. And then he parked his Jeep in front of like wherever he was staying. And then he like was out of the Jeep for five minutes and then the, it went out back out to like go lock the car or whatever. And his Jeep was gone and the doors were, he found it two blocks away with no doors. Oh my I don't know. God. Just like weird little anecdotes and all this stuff. But that's what's been bringing me a little bit of joy lately. I love that. It's easy breezy. Yeah. Nice watch. How about you? Honestly, like I haven't, like I've been obviously caught up on the Bravo universe stuff. I haven't like really watched like a ton of stuff. Um, I'm last week or last episode, I mentioned that show Heartstopper and I was like super obsessed about it. They renewed it for two more seasons, which I was did see that, yeah. really beautiful for me. Um, I'm like very excited about all of these, like, uh, like big studio gay films that we have coming up. Like we have Fire Island coming out basically I am like, so like next, ex- next week at the time of this it's episode. The, like the fourth, right? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Um, yeah. And they released that clip that you sent me of Matt Rogers. And I, I don't know the other actor's name. Um, I think it, he's Tomas. Maybe. I think I think that. Oh, no. They. 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 I think it's they. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and like them, like both of them, like screaming about Marissa Tomei and like acting out. And I was like, okay, if this is like the vibe of the movie, then like this, like I feel like I, I believe my response was I feel seen because that's how like, you know, I communicate is mostly through talking about actresses that i love um i'm i'm margaret cho in the movie (laughs) you are margaret cho (laughs) um and then the 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 trailer for bros came out which i'm also pretty excited about yes i did you had told me about that and then i watched the trailer and it does look good as as well that one comes out in in september September, that's a a labor day movie that's a labor day movie that's a labor day movie (laughs) yeah um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm not really like, like, like there's not like a lot of pop culture stuff that's like really been like grabbing my attention lately. Um, or like things that I'm watching. I will say that like, I am back on the drag race, like caravan. I, I'm going to tell you what, by next episode, I want to be back on. Okay. I want you to be back on because honestly, so they dropped the first two episodes of all stars last week. Um, I saw clips of it on on Instagram, yeah. and it, it's um, honestly Jinx, really great, and it looked really good. It's really really good. Um, yeah, and, and can I can I give you like one little spoiler? It's not really a spoiler, but it's like something to like. I think I think something that you'll enjoy, and like it'll make you want to watch it more. Sure. No one gets eliminated. Ever. No. So so all of these queens that we love, they get to stay for the entire time. Okay, you're but making, then you're how, how does someone win? So what happens is you get, um, if you win, then you get like a little badge, like a little like star. And it's like whoever gets the most badges in the end. Whoever gets the most badges in the end, like I think it's the top like three, then compete in like a lip sync. Uh, and then okay. they determine who wins. But I thought it was like. That's fun. Yes. And so like if you win that week and you get the star, then you get to block someone the next week from getting a star uh, ooh. so it's like a little strategy which you know i love ooh. a strategy 
I'm going to tell you what, as soon as you said, like, nobody goes home and at the end, the, the, whoever is the top, like, the three, like, they get to do – it's really giving me summer camp vibes. It's yes. giving me – it's going to be fun. I literally was like, this is perfect for summer. Yes. No, it's it perfect, is. perfect, a harmless, good fun for summer. And that's what it um, feels like. And so Sam texted me and she said – um, like all stars non eliminations should be how it is for the rest of all stars. Like we should not be eliminating all star queens. We should just be doing it this way. That way we like get to and spend time with the all stars that we like. Especially yes. like this season, it's all winners. So yes. it's like it's like incredible the level of talent. And honestly, I'm gonna tell you, Raja is so fucking good. I love Raja so much. And like watching her again on the show has just like amplified how much I love Raja. I'm excited. I always was a fan of Raja, even though Raja like is a bitch. Yeah. And but that that's just who they are. But yeah. like um yeah I'm excited. I mean like I love a lot of the queens that are on. Like obviously I know I watched like the thing that announced all of them okay yeah i'm excited to see like the vivian like interact with all of the like american queens yeah um but yeah so so i would love okay yeah so that's your homework get back on that and i will say so like in honor of that right like famously we kind of skipped um regular drag race season 14 like we didn't like we didn't participate in any of that yes but i know the winner maybe i will also go back and watch that too okay, but like so, it also i don't know so i'm i went back because after i watched the first episode of all stars i was like why did i stop like why did i stop watching drag race okay you know why we saw it i know two, i know we it's been force fed in a, in a tube they were like how they make foie gras and they force feed <laughs> these poor like ducks or geese whatever they were rupaul himself rupaul charles was force feeding us drag queen after drag queen after drag race after everything and we had too much we said no more of this <laughs> we said no more foie gras <laughs> Uh, well, is like our livers that would be like like when they force feed them so their livers get really fat and then they like to expand their livers enough but it's illegal that's why fragua unless it's like like you know what such I'm a saying? bad metaphor <laughs> i know what i'm just trying to explain that <laughs> doesn't make any sense um no i understand what you're saying it was forced out. remember when when they did secret celebrity drag race um, yes. That was and a, wasn't that, was that a, like, um... That was a dark time. The the guy from Schitt's Creek and yeah. Phoebe um, Robinson yep. and uh, a ne- lot of other... Nico uh, Torta, Tortoletta or whatever. Um, Alex New- Newall. Alex Newall, yep. Yeah. Um, yes, that was a dark time. Um, not not just in Drag Race history, but like as a, in a, as a country. <laughs> Yeah, I even feel like well, that was like literally yeah, because it was literally, literally true in the like, dark time. And yeah. then I feel like I feel like they did that, and then they dropped like a Christmas one that they definitely filmed at the exact same time as that celebrity one. Yes, I I feel like so right. So like it, we were in the middle of season twelve when the pandemic started, and then they not even really in the middle. I guess yeah. And then it started in February. Started in February. The last episode we recorded in person was. Um, us watching a Drag Race episode and then recording an episode of like when we used to do the bonus episodes for Drag Race. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and uh, so season 12 happened in the pandemic. And then they were like, okay, secret celebrity. And they were like, okay, All-Stars 5. And then they were like, okay, now we're going to do... All-Stars 5, that was um, Shay, right? Yes. 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 And then and then they were like, okay, UK season two. And then they were like, okay, now season 13. And Canada, wait, Canada, Canada was in there. And Canada. Canada was somewhere. Yep. And then they were like, okay, um, Drag Race Vietnam or, or Thailand, maybe. I don't remember. And then Netherlands and, and then whatever. Netherlands. And, and, then, like, and then, and then like, um, uh, like, like, uh, Spain or whatever. Um, so like, it just got to the point where I was like, and also it's just like, I wasn't having fun anymore. Yeah. Like, like, and not to be like a bitch or like rude because it is like very hard, but it started to become where every queen to me was the same. Yes. Um, but I will say we took the time off. We took the break. Coming back and having an all-stars winter season is the perfect palate cleanser, like, cleanser, and it makes you want to, like, it's like eating caviar or, like, escargot. Or, it's like, the best of the best. It's the best of the best, and then you're like, you want to know what? I want more. Like, let me go back t- to, like, the buffet, and now I'm watching season 14 from The Jump. I will say it's strange. The way that they do stuff on season 14, they introduced this thing about a chocolate bar. Are you familiar with this? No. Do you want me to tell you? Sure, I don't care. So, at the very beginning of the season, first of all, they did a fucking two-part premiere, which you know I can't stand a two-part Wasn't premiere. Wasn't this, I just remember I listened to podcasts and even I think <laughs> Sam had said stuff, but this was like the never-ending season. It was like weeks on weeks, people didn't get eliminated. Yes. And I like, do think just- the queens are very good. So like there were some yeah. there were some weeks where like they like it would have been really hard to like eliminate someone because they were really good. So Rue was just kind of like no one gets no one gets eliminated, like like you're gonna lip sync like for a ten thousand dollar tip or whatever. Okay. Um. So the chocolate bar thing is at the very beginning of the season. Well, first of all, they did the two part premiere. They eliminated two queens, and then the two queens came back, and they, and Rue was like, "We're not eliminating two queens right off the bat." And I was like, so then why did you eliminate two queens right off the yeah. bat? Um, but anyway, so they, at the very beginning of the season, he brings out a chalk, like a, like a, a stand of chocolate bars and each queen has to go up and pick a chocolate bar and they write their name on the chocolate bar. And basically th- like Rue is like, we're leaving elimination up to the drag race gods. Um, and okay. so two people are in the bottom still. They lip sync for their life. Rue decides who should, um, Shantae you stay and who should Shashay away. Right. Uh huh. So that queen who gets eliminated then pulls out their chocolate bar and has to unwrap it. And if it's a gold bar, like Willy Wonka, then they get to stay. But if it's not a gold bar and it's just chocolate, then they're eliminated. So currently I'm on like episode six and it's it's honestly so fucking funny and stupid because it's So the- only two people got gold or we don't know. Only I don't, one? I have no idea how many I think there's only one gold bar. Okay. But it's so funny because Rue will be like, um like sashay away. And then they'll be like, but you still have your your chocolate bar that you need to unwrap. So now they're standing on the main stage. They pull out a, the chocolate bar and they unwrap it, and it's been chocolate every single time. So they, so, <laughs> so the camera's just on them and they just go like this. They go, 
It's just chocolate. That is, seems like such a, a weird stretch that I feel like was not needed. I just like don't get it. Like it's just it doesn't. It's not adding anything. Like it like it just doesn't make sense. Except for like the humor of like watching all of these queens go. It's just chocolate. Like that's like what is what is funny about it. All right. Well, yeah. I probably will jump into fourteen. Um. I just forget. I honestly have forgotten about it. Yeah, I get it. To be completely honest. Yeah, I get it. Um, also, I think there was a whole season three of UK that I never watched. There was. Yeah. There was a season two of Canada too, right? Uh, yeah, but I honestly barely even finished season one. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um. All right, let's want to move on. Is there anything else? No, I think that's it. All right, cool. Um. All right, Harley. Uh. So you said that we are watching your mom's favorite movie, Pan- yes. Panic and Needle Park. And yes. what is the beer that we have paired with it? So the beer that we have paired with it today is, hold on, um, Gaia Berra. Um, it is from Cigar City. So this, it's a Citra Pale Ale. Um, they're Cigar City's from Florida. Um, they're commonly, like, their most common beer. This one's pretty common. You could kind of find it in a lot of places. It It's not usually on a lot of, like, I would say their, like, most popular beer is called High Alive, but it's, like, J-A-I. Well, if you ever saw it, but, um, which is just, like, an I. It might be a pale ale also, but it's an IPA, too. Um so the Gaia is um, 5.5%. Um, nice, easy. My mom likes it specifically. So this is a reason we're drinking it is because it is one of my mom's favorite beers. I think she likes it because it's, it's nice. It's drinkable. Um, it has that flavor and kind of bitterness, but it isn't too um, heavy as far as like alcohol. Um, so just a little bit about the beer. Um, Traditional throughout Latin America, the Gaia Berra shirt combines style, functionality, form, and tradition into a four-pocketed design. And it is a shirt. Like, if you look it up, it literally just looks like a button. Not being like, oh, it just looks like a button-up shirt. Um, But it looks like like a linen top, I guess. Um, Um, Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Um, which I had no idea. Again, I thought, as we said at the top of this episode, I thought, like, that always this just maybe had guava in it, blah, blah, Like, so I kind of always thought it was fruitier, but it's not. Um, I would say the citra definitely, like, you get a little pop in there, but it's not, like, fruity. Um, okay, so Cigar City um, – so they say we at Cigar City feel the same reverence and appreciation um, for the Gaia Berra that we do for the Citra Hop variation, um, an ingredient that imprints notes of tangerine, lime, and berries to its traditional American pale ale. The sorry, Lennox on my lap. Um, the exclusive use of the citra hop in this beer. So I guess it's only using citra, which is pretty interesting, like okay. just single hop, which 
I'll say with a lot of the beers that we've had, you can even, we like are usually listing at least two, yeah. lots of times, three, four different kinds of hops. Right. Um, so the citra hops in this beer create a flavor that um, is unique and recognizable. Um, while it's dry and crisp in character, the moderate alcohol makes it refreshing and um, functional as the crisp linen Gaiabera. Oh, okay. I like that. Ties it all back. Yeah, like, because, so I guess, like, I, it's basically saying, like, when I looked up more about Gaiabera, it's mentioned Cuba, it mentioned, like, places where I think it's in Southern America, where it's, like, typically, like, pretty warm. So you want, like, a shirt that is breathable and kind of refreshing to wear in the hot weather. And I think that that is what they're going for with this beer. Incredible. I love that. Okay, um, so a couple of reviews here. We got one. This person drank it in Texas, um, and they drank it um, a little like earlier in 2020, um, 2022, not 2020, 2022. Um, and okay, so we're on Beer Advocate, so it is any five point seven two, except for not five. It's one to five, but right. any number after that. Right. Okay. Um, so this says from a can clear orange in color with a finger of white head citrus hoppy smell yeah definitely citrus in there Um, light body floral and citrus notes with an earthy malt base which I think that um, good pale ale so out of five Um, what do you think I think that's a four a flat four it is a 3.77, so, oh, wow. so close. Yeah. Okay, so we got another one. Um, this person drank it in New Mexico, and they also drank it more towards the start of this year. Solid, but not quite high lie, which is, again, their other beer. Um, decent lingering head, which let me ask you, when I poured it, and I mean, I know that we said ours kind of like, <laughs> we had a little bit of explosion stuff, yeah. but I had a lot of... Even after it settled, so much. I had a thick head. So when that yep. guy said a fingerful, yeah, I agree. Okay, I agree. Yeah, it was so. And then lots of bubbles moving through, um, through the cloudy gold. So I guess they're talking about the color there. Um, it looks like there are some suspended particles. I didn't really have that in mind, which surprised me. Maybe this person's is bad. Citrus on the nose and tongue, and finishes. Um, Balanced hops and citrus flavor. So, out of five, what do you think that one is? Um, a three point two. It's actually a four point one. Oh wow! Hi. Yeah. All right, we got one last one right here again, okay. but it's drank in Georgia again earlier this year. Um, okay. One outstanding pale ale. <laughs> From the pour through the look, aroma, taste, and mouthfeel, A plus to Cigar City Brewers in crafting this crisp and refreshing pale ale that is so very drinkable. Thanks. Period. Oh wow, they got a they got a thanks at the end. Um, three point seven. It is a 4.67. You didn't think it was going to be higher for this person literally saying it's outstanding and thanking the brewers? I don't know. They're always, like, so tricky like that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'll tell you what. It has 
a score of 91 on here, which is, like, again, pretty high. Out of pale ales, like American pale ales, yeah. um, it is 187, which is kind of high. Yeah, that's high. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's the best beer I've ever had. I definitely think it's yeah. drinkable. I think it's um, drinkable. I'm liking it less as I drink more of it, just because I do feel like I get a lot of the hops. And Yeah, it is fairly bitter. Yeah. Um, but I will say... I think it's also, mine is getting a little warm now. I think it's a lot better when it was, like, fresh, cool, right. like, cold. Right. Yeah. I do like it. I, it's not, like, definitely not, like, a beer that, like, I probably would go back for. Um, but it was nice to, like, try it this one time. Mm-hmm. Um, similar, if you ask me, to this movie. <laughs> no offense to your mom. But, like, this was a tough watch. Um, I'll tell you what, it also was a tough watch for me because I have a thing about needles on the arm. And when I tell you, this movie loves a needle. It loves to, it loves to have a complete scene going on where the camera is only showing us the needle in the arm right. and we're just guessing who's speaking. Right. Um, yeah, I just, uh, all right, well, let's, here, let's start here. So, um, Harley, what's the Rotten Tomatoes score? Um, I did look this up. I think it is like an 80. It's an 80. Yeah. Um, I want to say that the runtime of it, it says it's one hour and 50 minutes. The version we watched was an hour and 22 minutes. Interesting. So I don't know if that's because like it was sped up. Um, Potentially. But there might be stuff missing that we didn't see. Yeah, I will say, and I don't know if I thought it was just because it was like a 70s movie uh, or 60s. When did this come out? 71. 71. Um, we're, we're getting a lot of like quick cuts. Yeah. To where I was like, I thought the scene could linger for oh, two more minutes or so. And that's interesting because you're usually a proponent of cut everything. Yes, but it was it was not even like... Oh, like, yeah, sure. I'm sh In this movie, I'm like, you could have cut some of the conversations. You could have cut some of the stuff. Right. But the jumps, like, yeah. going from one place to another. And I do think perhaps we were watching a sped up version. I think we were. Um, But still, we cut off a half hour. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. But again, I don't know also, like, if the version that we watched, like, had that material in it. You know what I mean? Um, so I guess we'll see. Um, this is Al Pacino's first leading role. This is some trivia for you. Okay. There's no music in the movie whatsoever. Okay. Yes. Was banned in the UK for four years because of its graphic depiction of drug taking. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Harley, I... Harley also says ban it. Maybe that's why we can't get it anywhere. I also want to tell you something. So I had spoken to my mom this weekend about this being her favorite movie okay. and blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, I had this idea in my head, like, oh, a reason why this is such one of her favorite movies, it is like one of the move first, not first movies, but like, uh, yeah, maybe like one of the first movies she saw in the movie theaters okay, or something like that. Okay. At that point, I don't know how old she, she was pretty decently young. Right. Um, But. 
she said no she watched it on like public access tv or something like that okay so i don't know if she saw the needles okay here's what i'm gonna say right because as the story unfolds the character of what's her name helen helen yeah gets more and more deep into craziness well she's gets addicted yes that's but like Right, because then eventually, like, like the cop is, like, turned on Al Pacino and blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. And there's, like, talk of prostitution and... No, and, th- and then you see that that's what she is doing. Right. So what I'm leading... I was going to wh- marry you! <laughs> what I'm leading towards is that it feels like a very, very high-end after-school special. Sure. Yeah. And, and maybe that's why your mom saw it on, like, a public television, because it was part of, like, a look how bad, like, very, very 13, where it was, like, look, yes. look how scary this is. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and, and honestly, really, right? So, like, if you cut around, like, the really, quote, unquote, bad stuff, right? Because, like, compared to, like, stuff we see now in yes. movies and TV, like, this is, like, nothing, really. Yeah. But back then, if you cut around the the needles and, like, the prostitution and, like, whatever, you're left with, like, kind of a love story. Yes. And, and I- I'll tell you what, though. There's, the, and I think this is a reason why I wasn't as compelled to it as I wanted to be or as compelled to the characters. Okay. I felt there was like a lack of an emotional connection. It was like they were definitely like dependent on each other. And I felt the dependence more than the actual. And maybe again, we watched a sped up version that was in a tiny part of the screen. Um, But but, like it wasn't giving me like a like I'm just going to pull it out a rent like a where (laughs) like where you. okay, but yes, laugh. But where you kind of feel that, like, emotional and, like, romantic connection between Roger and Mimi. Right. And that makes you, even though, again, when we've talked about Rent before, how it's, like, literally is, like, happens within a couple of days. Right. And they're madly in love and all of this stuff. You know, like, you can already, like, that. so it doesn't make sense, like, why right. they would be in love. Like, but it, it like, you... Just no, like I don't know. You're. I was more compelled to feel sorry than I was yes. watching this. Yes, because I don't think I, 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 I don't know if the main takeaway is supposed to be a love story. I think I, I don't think so either. I think the main takeaway is supposed to be like drugs are bad and like look how they ruin people's lives. Like I think that is the that is the story. Yeah. Do you have any more trivia for us before I get into it? Because I, I do have things to say. Yeah. Um, first of all, it was written by Joan Didion, the screenplay. Um, The name sounds familiar. I don't know who that is. She's a famous author. If you Google Joan Didion, like, you would be like, oh, Joan Didion. Okay, hold on. Let me go- Google Joan Didion. Um, the, um, the actress, Kitty Wynn, who plays Helen, won the can film festival best actress award wait joan didion didn't they do a whole wasn't there a netflix thing about her i don't know that would be something you would know 
Um, hold on one sec, one moment. <clears throat> Harley. Sorry, go ahead. What is? Oh, she the, just died. What is the the um, MPAA? Yes, there there is a Netflix thing about her. It was a 2017 documentary called Joan Didion: The Center um, Will Not Hold. Okay, just saying. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. go ahead. What is the MPAA rating for this movie? Is that like R rated R PG thirteen? Yeah. R. So seventeen plus. I don't know what is the originally at the time. It was given an X rating. Which is and that's like, worse than R. That's like NC seventeen. Oh. Then it was recut and it was given an R rating. And then it was okay, but- and then it was hold on, and then it was recut again for to what it was released to for the public. And, uh-huh. and what was released to the public was a PG rating. No, this is not a PG movie. If you go on Rotten Tomatoes, the rating for this movie is a PG. That doesn't make any sense. It has least PG-13. I'm just telling you what it was in 71. And, okay, now, and now it is considered to be an R-rated movie. Like, yeah. Like in modern Interesting. Times. So how crazy is that? Um, you already, we already talked about the Francis Ford Coppola thing. Uh, this is my own piece of trivia that I'm going to throw out there. Young Al Pacino is hot. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is the second... A uh, young Al Pacino movie. We're about to do a third one next month. Um, oh yeah, baby! And like Dog. Wait, day- what was this? What was the first? Oh, Dog Day. Dog Day after. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dog Day afternoon. Which who he is also hot in that. Yes. Um, and in this movie, I'm going to tell you, handsome man. Yes, I love the bandana situation. That like or like whatever he's wearing around his head. He's always doing something like like his energy in all of his movies. Except for, honestly, probably, like, The Godfather. I feel like he's more tamed than The Godfather. But his, like, early stuff, it's, like, very frenetic. He's, like, always, yeah. like, like moving and, like, shaking. And he's always, like, well, talking, like, talking think to, about like, people the characters off the that he's, I mean, think about the characters that he's playing. True. It also makes sense that in The Godfather, which we'll, we'll get to, that he's, like, a coming back military man. Yeah. Also in this mafia family. Right. That he's not acting like... But I like him acting like blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like yeah. That, like I like, I, yeah. I like that. I think it's fun. And also, I want to tell you what. So, if our movie was sped up a little bit, <laughs> he's talking really fast. I, I thought it still you, I didn't. I didn't realize it was sped up at first until they showed the shot of Al Pacino walking down the street, and he was just like, and I was like, oh my god. And then from that moment on, anytime someone was like in a wide shot walking, I was like, wow, they're like speed walking, like they're like getting in some exercise. Um, so, did you know anything about this movie before watching it? No. Okay, I didn't either. But I had for years and years heard my mom talk about it. Her my mom talk not even talking about the movie, just saying the title. Uh huh. So for years, and I had seen the um the cover. Okay. So I had seen the Al Pacino head, that other lady's head, the the thing. So I'd seen the movie poster, but in a DVD, basically. Uh huh. Um. And I thought Needle Park, like I, in, I knew it was in New York City. My mom uh-huh. had told me it was like about like heroin addicts in New York City, and I had imagined that they just like would go to a park mm-hmm. and like walk around the park and do heroin. Like that's what I thought the movie was going to be about. Okay, but it's not. They're just talking about like literally the whole area where they live. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I mean specifically right because there's that opening title card where it like tells you like where 
It is. It's like yeah, upper isn't it like Upper West Side? Upper or West Side near Seventy Second Street, and it's like Sherman Square is like what it says. Um, it said it was nicknamed due to being a frequent hangout place for drug addicts. Um, which like I would, I wonder what it looks like now. Like I wonder what Sherman Square looks like now. Like I wonder if it's like been like I mean I'm sure it has been like gent- I'm sure it has like yeah. gentrified. Sherman Square, NYC. Let's see. Um, but no, it's got on Google reviews. It's got four point three stars. <laughs> it does. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't like know anything about this. I honestly probably have walked past here a million times. Probably. Um. Um. I'll tell you what. Also, and. I know it's a movie, and I also know that they are addicts, mm-hmm. and I also know that they are stealing, or that they are like a, se- doing sex work, or they're doing like w- like whatever mm-hmm. they can to get money. But I'm also like they're playing baseball on the street. Like, why are you not? Where are the job? Like, how do you have all this time? Also, isn't it cold out? Like, it seems like we go through a long time, but they have a, such a mild New York City winter. It seems. Yeah, I mean, I guess may- maybe pre uh, the Earth being on fire all the time. Maybe, but I still feel like it got cold. Yeah, I mean, I I was never really clear about like what the season was. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. You just assume? Do you just assume anytime it's in New York, it's like cold? Yes. I mean, it looks like a fall. They're all it does wearing look like, like fall. leather jackets or warm jackets or whatever. Yeah. But it's also, and then it's also like, okay, like when they don't have money to buy drugs, how does Al Pacino have that ha- that apartment or, or hotel, whatever he's staying in? How does he continually have that? True. True. I, right I, now I, in New York City, that would go for $1,500 for that one bedroom. Not even bedroom. That's studio. I think it would be more than that. At that in that in that area, that's like lower lower uh, west side. That's like right near Central Park. All right. Well, we're it's going for two twenty one hundred. Then it's going for two point one million. Two point one million dollars. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I that stuff. Like, I just never. I don't know. I just think that I. I don't think it's a bad movie, and I think actress at like actually. The performances is what makes it a good movie. Yes. And I think that if it was anyone other than, like, these two actors who, like, Kitty Wynn, like, I looked her up and, like, the only other thing that I feel like I really would know her from is, like, she played a, f- a friend in The Exorcist. So, like, I don't even really, like, know, like, like why did her career, like, not take off like Al Pacino's did, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean sexism, I mean, but, like... I will say... Okay. She, okay, so I have a lot of, not a lot of things to say about her, but I kind of have, like, to me, she, like, looked like any of, any girl. Yeah, but any, I think that's any the girl. point. Um, and I think that's probably what made her, like, relatable to people in it, but it also made her, it seemed, like, but let's be real. She was, like, so, she was, like, basically, like, homeless right or living with like that man in the beginning She's living with the man in the beginning yeah and then it's like yes she starts staying with al pacino his character who is nikki mickey uh, mikey uh, i don't know hold on what's his name 
was very hard to hear names sometimes when it was sped up. Um, hold on. Bobby. 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 Um, but it, and, and, but it, I don't know. I think it makes us seem like, oh my God, he's corrupting this like sweet home, like girl next door girl when like, that probably wasn't it. I feel like. (laughs) So now, right. So when I, I looked up like in the middle of watching the movie, like the Wikipedia for it, because I felt like I needed like some type of grounding thing because it was like in a little box and sped up like it was very hard for me to like concentrate on like what was going on yes so it says in the wikipedia that the movie opens with her getting an abortion okay because i didn't know why she was in the hospital they just kept saying she was bleeding yes i didn't i didn't get that from me neither from, okay so okay maybe i didn't know okay so maybe okay. that's something that so, was cut maybe now we're clear, I right. guess. Which again, now we're adding another thing onto this uh, glossy after-school special type movie. Yes. Um, which maybe I would love to know if your if your mom knows like why she's in the hospital because like maybe maybe in like the versions that she saw it was also cut. Maybe so. This is also a book too. I didn't know that. Yes. Interesting. Which I feel like, honestly, probably the book is probably really probably good. the book is good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't hate it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't hate this movie whatsoever. I thought it was again. I thought, I think the performances are really, really strong. I'll t- you know, and I agree. And I'll tell you what, I think it would be a better watch again if we were watching it, um, big screen, um, maybe not sped up, maybe not cut, right. um, the way, the way God intended. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's interesting to see New York City at that time. It's like you like forget uh, like how like for lack of a better term, like grimy. New yeah, York, New, York, New York City I, was. Well, and I think this also like this is a time when my my mom was growing up. Yeah, and she lived in like the Elizabeth Bayonne like area. Um, right. So they were very close to yeah. New York City, but you, my mom was like, you never really went. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't, but like, it wasn't like how we go. We just right. go to the city. We do whatever. Like, right. it was, it there was not no, like that. There were no bottomless brunches to be had in New no, York City. No, there weren't, there weren't drag shows. No. Like, it wasn't happening. You were lucky if you were getting a ticket to a Broadway show. Yeah. Like. Um. So, like, I think that's also, like, an interesting, like, yeah. look at it. For sure. And it also, it's like just in a more not like meta but like in a way like thinking about like your life like my mom is like i'm not gonna say reveal her age please don't um but i'm almost 30 so just imagine how old she is but just to see how but but that's confusing to the listeners because you've been saying you're 30 since the podcast started okay well you guys are just gonna have to guess how old she is um so it like it's just interesting to see like how a place and how things even, I mean, it's not in our lifetime. So many things have already changed like tremendously. Like think right. of Asbury park. I think was going to say like, Asbury. Yeah. Think of like, I don't know. So it is very interesting to just like think of that and see yeah. it and kind of be, see this be reflected, especially since it was only made like a couple of years after the book was written. So it's yeah. probably in the same time period ish. And it says, it said in the trivia that they shot some of it, in actual Needle Park. 
So like, they oh were, really? They were, they were like walking through Needle Park. Wow. Like shooting this movie, which, um, yeah. And no, I agree. I love um like period New York like stories. Like I love New York in a period film. Okay, have you? We might have talked about this already. Like just the Gilded Age. Yes. Have we? We talked about it. I don't know if we've talked about it. You've watched it? No, but okay. I listened to podcasts where they talked about it, and then I, I'm like, this sounds, I should be watching this because it sounds like, you don't think I would like it? Isn't uh, it like 1930s, 20s, 30s? Yeah, I think, I think you'll think it's boring. It's not like a Boardwalk Empire vibe? No, it's like a Downton Abbey vibe. So it's, is it like Boardwalk Empire fashion um, lady focused? No. Oh. Because it's not Boardwalk Empire era. It's like 1800s. It's like early 1900s. I think the podcast you're listening, whatever podcast you listen to, they got the time period wrong. Oh. The Gilded Age. So it's, be- it's before it's before the Roaring Twenties. Yes. I believe so. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll be interested in it. I don't know. So and- it's like we're just getting the Model T. Things are... Yes. Okay. Um... They're like, they're like electricity. That's cool. Um, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing the fashion. It's not what I thought it no, was. No, yeah, no. You see, you, no. Were, you were thinking it was like flappers roaming the streets of New York yeah, City. Yeah, or, yeah. Or like, again, the forgotten ages. Oh, but it is. Isn't that, what's her name? I mean, Christine Bransky is it? Bransky, yeah. Isn't yes. that her? Yes, that is her. And, Cynth- um, and Cynthia Nixon. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah. But I, as we were saying, I thought it was going to be the 30s and 40s, no. famously the forgotten eras because of the world wars. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. This is before all, all of the wars, honestly. Um, and I think you would think it was boring. Okay. So, I, mean, I mean, give it a try, you know, like who knows? Like, I don't. Oh, okay. So now this is bringing me back to like how everyone said that. Billie Eilish was the only one who got the Gilded Age right. And now this is making sense after me watching this. I was going to say, famously, the Met Gala looks this past season Wow, that's insane. If this was the Met, like, this is what people are supposed to be wearing and what people wore. That's insane. Yeah. So, like, the theme was the Gilded Age. And then the joke on, like, Twitter was, like, okay, Anna Wintour is a fan of the Gilded Age on HBO. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so that, so, right, right. So you like, you see pictures of like that cast in costume and then you're like, but how does Kylie Jenner's street hat veil represent the Gilded Age? Her like a tutu with a hat. Yeah. Yeah, Like, what are we doing? Stick to the themes. Always stick to the themes. It's really not that hard. And if you think that you're going to look silly, wrong. You're going to look on theme and people are going to appreciate the fact that you were on theme. Ugh. So, um, learning something new every day. Every day, you love to learn. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have anything else that you want to say? Um, it's a it's a tough film to sit through. Yes. Um, like we said, how how often, parts... how often has your mom seen this? Okay, so when we were talking about it, not to out her right now, but I will, I guess. Um. So we were, I was talking about it uh, when I was with my parents this weekend and my dad was like, Psh, that's not your favorite movie. <laughs> like, 
uh, how many times have you watched it since they since we've been married and they've been married for like 30 plus years uh-huh. um and my mom and my mom was like it is my favorite movie it doesn't have to be like your favorite movie that you watch a lot but like whatever um and so yeah Okay. So I don't think she rewatches it a lot because also where the heck is she finding it? Because right. it's nowhere. Well, you said that she used to have the DVD. Yes, but I don't like recall her. I maybe remember her watching it like one, sitting on the couch and watching it one time. Okay. I would love to know again if you could find out this information. Like, if if we went back to her and we said we cannot watch Needle Park, what is your second favorite movie? Like, I would love to know like what. That oh, she is. told. I think she did tell me. Okay. We'll we'll get back to it because that because like my dad did ask if he could change his and then my mom went no the the schedule's out and I said what's with you men what's with no, you well, men why to change that, your- yeah why the, uh, like because okay so off pod I told Harley that my dad also wanted to change his to a movie that I have never seen him watch never seen him watch I've maybe seen him watch it one time I know that we used to have the DVD but like compared to Star Wars. Something that he watches anytime it is on television. And he was like, oh, I think I want to change it to Training Day. Or no, not Training Day. It's some, it some obscure football movie. Um, and Yes, you told it then. I never heard I, of it before. And I, was, I can't think of what, it, of what it was. It wasn't Training Day. Training Day is not a football movie. Um, but it was some of... John... Ke- no. Oh, my God. I can't think of what it is. Um, but literally, my mom was like, that is not your favorite movie. Star Wars is your favorite movie. Why would you change it? And then I said, and also the schedule is already out. So, like, we're not changing it. So, like, to piggyback off of, off of Harley, what is with you dads and deciding that you're changing your favorite movie after you already told us? Go with your gut instinct. Go with your gut. Go, Go with, your, with gut. your gut. Go with your gut. So. And I, and honestly, I mean, I think, I think that the, that, uh, it's going to be. The dad movies? The, they're good dad movies. Yeah. Like, like, they represent, like, I feel like dad movies and i'll tell you what my dad's movie which is the godfather when i tell you i've seen my dad sitting watching that movie more times than i more times than i can count my dad can quote it yeah i can like so i'm like that's your favorite movie right and that's how i feel about my dad with star wars like we went to to fucking disney world and my dad built a lightsaber like and and then you're gonna tell me that you want to change your movie to a fo- to a random football movie? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We Sorry, Dad. It's not Father's Day month yet. We can still shame you. <laughs> but I think it's gonna be. I think that like very similar, right, to this month where it was like Frozen Two, and then it was like uh, Panic and Needle Park, like two very opposite movies. Yeah, and, and I think that like Godfather and Star Wars, like two very different movies. Yes. Um. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, you want to do rankings? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So for this beer, I'm gonna give it a three, which is what, yeah. I'm gonna give is... it a three point two. Okay. So three point one, and then. For the movie Harley, yes. what are you gonna give it? Um, I think I'm also gonna give it a three point two. Okay. I think I'm good with a three. Wow, look at us. So cons- Yeah, consistent. I think that I kinda wanna watch it again. Like 
I want it to be like if I had cable for it to be on like right. cable for me to watch it or yeah, like that makes sense something like it's just hard was hard to watch how we watched it would my thing be potentially slightly higher maybe maybe a point or two I don't think I would jump a whole like no. full point um but would it but be again, a little but again we're missing 30 minutes of content maybe. yes maybe which we might have seen which you might have seen we don't know. yeah which so that's that's the great mystery of this movie yes um all right anything else no I think that's it okay um you guys, you know the drill. Um, we will be back with another episode in two weeks. We'll be starting our Father's Day episodes um, or our, our dad's episodes in the month of Father's Day. Um, you know that they're going to be Star Wars. Which is the Star Wars? Um, episode 5. Return. No. Um, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, that's episode 5. No, is that? But is that what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I'm not saying the number. I'm just saying what is the name of it. Oh, yeah. um, And then The Godfather, like we had mentioned. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Um, please share the podcast with anyone you think who will be interested in it. Honestly, anyone who's ever heard of Panic in Needle Park, I'm sure they'd be cool. very interested. I would love to meet them. I'd love to meet them, and I'm sure they'd be very interested to hear our takes and hear how we watched it in the little corner, and they'll be like... There was no YouTube in my day. Just kidding. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, follow us on, follow, subscribe, whatever, on um, any place that you listen to our the podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, blah, 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 blah. Follow us on Instagram on Brews on Film um, for updates and whatnot. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.